Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Yesterday, a student told me, Alex, I'm running this service business and it never feels like it's reaching escape velocity. It never feels like it's growing exponentially and explosively. And when I read books by guys like Jeff Bezos, and when I read things about Walmart and all those types of companies, it seems like when they grew, it was explosive. When they grew, everything just tended to work. When they grew and they built a new facility or a new department or started offering a new product or a service, it just kept working. Why doesn't my business just keep working? Why doesn't my business just keep growing like their business kept growing explosively? Now, this person in question has a $20,000 per month agency, which is a service business. So he's providing a service to clients and he's delivering the service with his team. And he was asking me why his business wasn't achieving all these results that these huge international companies were achieving. Now here, it seems like an obvious answer. Oh, they just have more money and they just have more resources. More people want to work for them. Unfortunately, it's not that simple because a good company can always get resources. A good company can always have enough money. And looking at the money is actually the wrong approach. So if you go to investors and you say, I just need some cash for growth because I have marketing expenses and I have employee expenses, I need to pay myself and so on. More often than not, the investor will reject the offer because that's not the primary reason for an investor to invest in a company. They're looking at a lot more than someone just saying, I need some money for growth. There's a lot more going on there than just that. So here's what to focus on if indeed you want to build this explosive growth company. So the person was asking me this, was actually traveling most of the year. So he was traveling six months out of the year, all over the world in Asia and all kinds of countries. And he was building the business while abroad, far away from his clients. He didn't have an office, he didn't have employees, he didn't have anything like that. So what's the difference between his business and these explosive growth businesses that we all look up to? Well, the explosive growth business started in one location, and by one location I mean one place where everyone comes together and works together. They have one payment processor or one way of making payments work. They have one way of hiring and managing employees. They have one system for everything financial essentially. They have a single agreed upon uh, codes book for how to behave at work and how their jobs work. They have everything is basically figured out with one location, one type of accountant, one type of operations process, one type of product oftentimes, especially early in the business. And until they scale up to a larger point, all of this remains true and a lot of things remain constant. They're creating long-term stability, long-term growth. And furthermore, when they start, they choose business models that have explosive growth potentials. Usually these are not service business models. Usually they're business models where the delivery is out of the hands of people and somewhat automated, it's a product. For example, if you buy an iPhone, the delivery is pretty much over. You can still kind of call Apple and ask for support, but generally you need to pay extra for this. And this is not really the main service that they offer. And that is because 
that's not profitable. Doing support and doing manual delivery in anything that's custom is generally not a profitable business model. And a, a profitable business model is totally far away from that with high risk. So for example, a company like Amazon took a massive risk where they didn't make any money for 10 years or more. You can look it up how long did it take Amazon to make its first profit. It was, I think, 10 years or more. So. If you look at these companies and you compare them to a service business, service business is profitable early on, but not really profitable. They don't have millions or billions of dollars that they make early on. Usually they make 20, 40, 80,000 dollars per month in revenue and they have between 15 and 50% profit margins. Okay, if you have 50% profit margin in an agency, that's amazing, by the way. That's usually unheard of. A larger agency of seven figures generally or more has generally 15 to 20% profit margins. Very, very low compared to product businesses. So a lot of the value for an iPhone was developed and produced early on and you just kind of get it as is. There's still a warranty and all that, but you get it as is. You kind of just keep the device and most people don't bother Apple, they just leave them alone and Apple just makes profit and then they monetize on the back end with the App Store, with iTunes, with all kinds of stuff we have no idea about like payments and so on and so forth and that is a real business they took something that millions and tens and hundreds of millions of people are gonna use and they're monetizing the crap out of it with very little human interference that is also important okay so it's not just one place start with one place one system one everything but eventually when you grow, start monetizing it. And most small business owners, service business owners, they have a few services at the most, and it's lots of human labor, lots of unhappy clients, because, well, you can never really have a 100% success rate with services, and things just don't work as well. You need all these highly trained salespeople. It's so freaking complicated. That's why I encourage people to build an agency first, a marketing agency, learn business models, learn sales, learn operations from this business model, and then build a different business that's a product or productized business. And that actually works. That actually produces um, these explosive growth businesses. And one more thing, it doesn't hurt if you create a business right at the right time when a giant blue ocean, like in Amazon's case, it was um, the internet became widely available and very few companies knew what they were doing. So they came in as a well-run, professionally built company early on in the internet before any other big e-commerce brands existed. And they went for the biggest possible market from day one when others like Walmart didn't e weren't even convinced that it was a good idea to go on the internet yet. So that definitely helps as well if you can find an opportunity like that. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.